Hey, you're listening to the Say OK Creative Podcast, a podcast where we discuss creativity, process, business, and more with the goal to inspire and equip both young creatives and entrepreneurs. I'm your host, Jaden Seke, and it's a privilege to have you tuning in today. Regardless of your creative discipline, I'm sure you'll find a ton of value in today's conversation. So wherever you're listening from, get ready to learn, because I'm sure this conversation will add value to your creative life. So let's hop into the conversation. Well, I'm so pumped to have Kevin Luskarin, who is a video content creator from Venezuela based in Boston, Massachusetts. So welcome, Kevin. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure. Thank you so much for making the time to um, come and speak with all the young creatives on the Say OK Creative Podcast. Um, so pumped to chat with you. Uh, for you, those of you who don't know Kevin, Kevin is a um instagram content creator with 500 million plus views uh he's done some incredible work which has been featured around the globe on some of the biggest um networks and social media platforms and news platforms uh but yeah uh, kevin could you introduce yourself sure yeah um my name is kevin losgarden i'm a venezuelan video content creator i grew up in venezuela but i moved to boston when i was 18 and for a few years, I've been making um, videos with visual effects. So for each creation that I make, I I do it in a very certain way. I take one or two videos and I blend them together to achieve uh, impossible illusions that look pretty real. And I've been having a lot of fun with it. Cool. Yeah, because I think you were 11 when you got into filmmaking. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. It was a while ago. <laughs> yeah. So how did you get into it? So um, 11 years old, um, obviously there's not much uh, doing like video effects and stuff and schools and stuff. So what was the process of getting into visual effects? Yeah. So I started when I was 11, as you mentioned, I think that was kind of like the beginning of YouTube, if I remember correctly. And I remember I was browsing YouTube and I found a really, really cool video. That was actually very simple. It was a group of friends doing a bunch of random things, but then they played the video in reverse. And I thought it was super cool and it looked amazing. And I thought to myself, I really, I really want to learn how to do that. So I looked up online how to learn how to like learn visual effects and how to learn how to do the reverse effect. And I came across a website called videocopilot.net that had a bunch of free video tutorials. And I started learning and then Little by little, I learned all the skills that have been pretty useful until today. That's, yeah, kind of similar story to me. I um, was probably about 12, um, and I was kind of, you know, doing websites using all these different um, things like Google Sites and stuff back in the day, and I came across mm-hmm. some YouTube tutorials from the guy uh, called The New Boston on YouTube. Um, so for those of oh, you cool. who don't know, I, um, started as a web developer doing web design and I've kind of moved on to more of the graphic design, uh, graphic design side and brand identity. Um, but yeah, I just love how that there's all these great platforms for young creators to learn from. And I think it's such a key part for creators nowadays is having someone to learn from and it's real cool seeing, hearing someone else doing the same thing. Um, so yeah, yeah definitely. I was going to ask you, um, like obviously it was a really cool video you found and you got hooked with it. But what is your motivation behind creating um, 13 years later? So to be honest with you, I think I do it mainly for myself. I have a great time with every video I make and I enjoy it a lot. So the whole process is something that I I have a lot of fun making. I always get help with uh, with my videos from friends and family. 
and it's always a really really fun process i really enjoy making things that would be impossible in real life making them real through video editing and i think it's super cool that with the most basic tools you can achieve any um visual illusion that you want yeah so cool i do it for myself because i really enjoy the process but i also since i started posting on social media i also really enjoy people's reactions i think it's super gratifying to see people enjoying my content and that's also why i keep creating yeah your thing on your instagram and your bio it says twisting reality one video at a time and i just love that eh? um so if you don't know about kevin's instagram um he's got 189,000 followers right now um i'm sure it's going to keep going up but um it's crazy seeing your work um being in you know all these different languages like there was that one a few weeks ago in japanese and I think it was one like a reaction oh, yeah. video in French, um, <laughs> and we're gonna chat uh, chat about the video yeah, from the Japanese really. reactors shortly. That was just amazing that video. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think it's real cool that your work's being enjoyed by people around the globe, um, and you know all different walks of life. Like I showed my mum the other day, she's like, "What?" <laughs> you know, she actually couldn't watch the one doing <laughs> the, so the um the press ups in the middle of the road. <laughs> that was um. <laughs> if you haven't seen that, you've got to hop on his um, Instagram page, which is at Kevin Luskarden, um, and have a look. But yeah, um, so the next question I was going to ask you was, where do you get inspiration from? Like, if I'm just scrolling through your feed right now, and it's such a variety of stuff. Like, you know, I would never come up with mm-hmm. such crazy things, but you just come up with these awesome <laughs> concepts. So how do you come up with them? Oh, like, thank you. Um, I think it depends on the video it varies from time to time um initially um my inspiration for this type of video came from a very famous creator who you may know called zach king yeah he started around a little more than five years ago and he started making videos like this but through vine wow okay he got really famous because yeah um people were really shocked by how simple his illusions were and how creative they got. So he inspired me to um, start making my own visual effects. Um, I already knew some from what I have learned since I was 11, but this specific style, I think he was my inspiration. And for each specific video, I think um, is different. So I think I mainly get my inspiration from looking at other creative um, people on Instagram or any other platform. And I also come up with many of my ideas when I'm listening to music, I think. Cool. I'm just walking around the street, listening to music and trying to be curious about different things. Yeah, I love that you use the word curious too. I think as creatives, we need to um, really, uh, what's we're we looking for? Really just kind of be, yeah, be, I suppose be more, more curious about the stuff around us and be influenced exactly. by it. Because um, I think, you know, if we keep just creating out of um if if we create out of the just for the sake of creating yeah exactly the patterns and the sake of creating i think we're not gonna make a difference and we're not going to make um just change things so you know you're twisting reality one video at a time by your influence from the music the things around you um so i thought now um I mentioned before the push-ups in the middle of the road videos. People listening are probably like, what the heck are you talking about? So he did, <laughs> um, 
Kevin made this video, oh, how long ago was that? That was back November 2018. Um, and yeah. so basically, you're doing press-ups. Is it you or is it someone else doing the press-ups? That's me doing the push-ups. Yeah. Okay. So um, there's all these, he's in the middle of a street. Um, it looks, is it like LA or something? Um, and it's hundred percent. Uh, Miami. Yeah. Miami. Okay. Um, and so all these cars are going over top of him. Um, there's a Merc and a Porsche and all this other, all these other cars. And he rolls out from the side and he's blind, uh, blindfolded doing this. So it's a real great video. Um, so let's break it, that project down. <laughs> How did that all start? Yeah. So I think, um, I was hanging out with some friends walking on the highway and I was looking at the cars driving by and I thought, I was wondering if a person would be, would fit under the car. And if they would, I thought it would be pretty funny if somebody was doing push-ups and every time they went down, a car would go over them. And I thought that would be a great idea for a video. Um, so I just got my friends, they came with me and we started recording. It was super cool, and I was also pretty scared because even though it is not edited, it was actually, it, sorry, even though it is not real, it was actually in that same spot where I filmed. Oh, it's wow. two different shots that I, yeah, it's not green screen or anything. So yeah, I actually ended up doing push-ups in the middle of the street with cars waiting behind me when the street light went on red. So I was pretty nervous, and when we finally got the final shot, I was like, oh, okay, relief, nothing bad happened. Yeah. And then one friend said, you know what, they're really cool. You'll be way better if you did it blindfolded. And I was like, ah, I hate the fact that that's a great idea. So we, <laughs> we did it again. We found some toilet paper, uh, just used it as a blindfold. I did it all, all over again. You went great and totally worth it. I think I had a great time filming it with my friends. Um, is actually one of the videos that has taken me the longest to edit because I didn't use a green screen. So I had to uh, use a technique called rotoscoping, which basically means that I cut out the shape of my body frame by frame. Wow, that would have taken forever. And yeah, that took a long time, but I, I really enjoyed it. And it was great. I posted it online. It was a huge hit and I loved seeing people's reaction. And I immediately posted that it wasn't a real video because some people thought it was real. Some people got worried <laughs> and I didn't want people actually trying it. For so sure. I had to put a warning on the video. <laughs> oh my gosh. And I see also um, a guy named Cole, um, I don't actually know, is it Cole Wallace? He's a um, video creator for E! He does the Glam Bot and he liked it. So it's pretty cool seeing all these big creatives too, um, like being inspired oh, cool. <laughs> by your work. And um, yeah, it's so cool. Yeah, um, it's definitely a weird feeling. <laughs> yeah, and I think the fact that it's been shown around the world, there was um, about five weeks ago you posted on your story, I got some Japanese friends of mine to translate it for you, um, about, yeah. <laughs> um, so they were like freaking out watching you doing these press-ups. Yeah, and it was on was so some funny. TV show, and it's been on other like a few other TV shows on the state and around the world, so it's so cool seeing your work. Um, Thank you. Yeah, around the world and stuff like that. Um, the next one I thought we could break down, which would be real fun, would be um, your es uh, escalator video. So basically this <laughs> video, guys, um, so Kevin's walking down this escalator in a shopping complex or whatever, and then it gets to the bottom, and it, he looks like he's still there, but the, um, he actually gets pushed into the, I suppose, like your picture's printed on the elevator and your sh uh, shoes are left at the bottom. 
So it's really clever. I don't know how you did it. Uh, could you break it down? Like, <laughs> how you. on earth did you do that? <laughs> yeah, that was actually pretty simple. Um, so to clarify, I don't have any special camera equipment. I don't use a green screen or any special cameras or lighting. I basically just use my phone and a tripod. So all of my videos are actually very, very simple. They don't require too much preparation or too much fancy stuff, <laughs> if I can call it like that. Um, so this one is actually pretty simple. I just set up my camera in front of the escalator and I recorded myself going down. And using the similar technique to the push-ups video, I also use rotoscoping to cut the shape of my body. And then after a certain point, I kind of split up my body into many, many different pieces to kind of line them up with the um, steps in the escalator. And then I use some tools to fix the kind of like the lighting and the shadows of the shape of my body so that it looks like it has the texture of the escalator. And in the end, I wanted to add a little special detail. So I added the shoes there um, that stayed after I left. And that was a really, really cool, uh, really, really fun video. Yeah, that's really cool video. Um, I don't know if that makes any sense. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, I hope you're finding value in this conversation today. Our goal is to share and learn from industry-leading creatives to help you as a young creative entrepreneur thrive and develop. So if you haven't already and are listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or YouTube, hit that subscribe button to keep up to date with all future content. If you're finding value in this podcast, leave a comment or review. It helps us to reach so many more young creatives. And why not share this podcast with your friends? Because I'm sure they will learn a thing or two regardless of their creative passion. Anyway, let's head on back to the episode. So how long does a video like that take you from start to finish? I think, like you were saying, it doesn't require much fancy equipment. Obviously, you've been uh, making videos for about 13 years or so. But what, like, what other, like, one of the main things, you know, you've got time and money as the two main um, resources for people. So how long does something like that take you from start to finish? So filming usually takes pretty short time. Um, filming takes kind of up to half an hour per video, but the editing process changes from video to video. Um, if it's a very simple one, it can take half an hour, but a very complicated one can take a week or two. Wow. Like the push-ups one. Yeah, um, because uh, sometimes you got to do things frame by frame, and the longer the video, the longer you have to do it. Yeah, but, of course. Um, yeah, and it, it depends on the complexity of the effect. This one specifically wasn't that complicated. It took about six to eight hours to edit, I think. Cool. And it's funny because after I edited and I finished it and I posted it online, I realized, wow, I, there was a way simpler way to do it that I could have done in, in probably like under an hour. Really? But I thought of it after I posted it. So oh, no. <laughs> yeah. no point in redoing it then. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because I, if you think about it, I repeated the same work for each step of the escalator, but I could have kind of duplicated that for everything. Right. So, but I, I just thought of it after I posted it, but it's fine. It was still pretty fun. Yeah, it's a real cool video. Um, and then there's Thank another you. one you did too, which is just like super creative. Um, and I think it takes the, um, I suppose the definition of, um, like a gym selfie to a new, you know, new level. Um, and so basically, um, this video is Kevin and he's, uh, working out in the gym and he's doing, um, you know, what is it like? Just, he's working with some dumbbells and he puts the two dumbbells down 
and mm-hmm. he heads over to the um, bench in the background and he um, drives off. It's like a car. <laughs> so how did that idea come <laughs> about? Like that is the most random concept. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Um, that one was pretty funny. I remember um, I was at the gym and I was working out. Well, kind of pretending to work out, you know, when you go to the gym and you kind of just want to not do much and talk yeah. to people and just hang out. <laughs> so that's basically what I'm doing, just kind of pretending that I was working out. And I was sitting on the bench and I, I saw the dumbbells um, on the, kind of like the, um, how do you call that? Wherever you put the dumbbells. Yeah. And I thought they looked like wheels of a car. And that's how it kind of came up. So I went uh, to the gym later with a friend. She helped me um, set up the angle so that everything worked out. And yeah, I just filmed it. It was pretty cool. People, <laughs> while, while I was filming, people never know what I'm doing. So they think, what, what this guy yeah. doing? It's so weird. <laughs> oh. But totally worth um, embarrassing myself at the gym. Yeah. <laughs> That's, it's actually real cool. Um, yeah. So again, if you haven't watched him, head over to Kevin's um, Instagram. It's full of quality videos like this. Um but yeah, I think it's real cool how you just take um, using the stuff around you as inspiration for creativity. Um, I know for me, I'm really inspired by textures. So if I'm out and I see a real cool texture, I'll probably take a photo of it and I'll turn it into like a mm-hmm. um, into a vector pattern and I'll use it in my design in one way or another. Um, or if there's a real cool color scheme, you know, I'll look at that and see what I can, yeah. how I can be influenced by it. So I think you actually taking physical objects and turning it into parts of your art. I suppose it's like um, the musicians listening that use different samples for, you know, their music. Um, they take mm-hmm. a really random sound, but they make it into, um, you know, this real cool synthesizer or whatever. Um, so I think it's real cool being influenced by that sort of stuff. Thank you. Um, now, I saw you did a video for the Boston Celtics, which is a huge deal. Um and you people that don't <laughs> follow basketball, Boston Celtics is actually a real solid basketball team in the NBA. Um, so yeah, tell us about that. How on earth did you get that one? Yeah, so I often check who is following me on my channel because you never know um, who is going to be a great contact or, I don't know, somebody yeah, who's going to sure. you. And I saw that a guy that followed me, he had a yogurt factory that was partners with the celtics oh wow so i reached out to him yeah that was super (laughs) super surprising so i reached out to him and i told him about what i do and i told him that i'm a huge fan of the celtics i played a lot of uh, basketball in high school and i really wanted to make a video with the celtics and i asked him if he could um, kind of hook me up with them and i was like yeah for sure so he gave me a contact with their marketing um, manager and I talked to her and we set it up and she let me come one day and film a few videos with Celtics and I thought it was super super nice of them super cool yeah. so I got to meet a few of the players we were on the training station where they practice and it was really really fun they're way taller than I expected <laughs> but they're super super cool they're all pretty cool that's so awesome so um let's like see obviously when you're working with someone like that um versus your own random ideas to get us walking down the street how does a project differ you know with working with clients versus your own passion projects what does the process look like separately 
I think the difference is that when you do a passion project, you can take bigger risks because nobody else is depending on you. Yeah. But when you do a project with a celebrity or for a brand and you have to kind of do it in a limited time, you have to be sure that what you're doing is going to work. So you got to do something that you're confident um, is going to go well. Because it happens to me, it's happened to me many times that I film a video and I got to kind of go crazy with my idea and I film a crazy video. And when I go editing, I, I'm not able to edit it because of some mistake I made. Right. And that's not the type of risk that I want to take with an opportunity like this. So I that doesn't mean that I want to lower the quality when I work with other people. I just take a really cool concept that is also kind of easy to film and that I can do it in a short time. Yeah, it's so cool. Um, a few weeks ago, I chatted with Christo, who's a, a graphic designer and business leader, and he was saying about that when you do a project, you do you know the best you can within the time you can um, you've been given within the budget. Um, and I think that's kind of mm-hmm. the same concept with when we're doing patient projects as well, and also clients. I think we need to make sure we're not biting off more than we can chew. Um, obviously, we want to be creative. We exactly. want to do something that's um, super pushing the boundaries. But I think in the same time, if it's going to mean that we're going over budget by doing something that's just not, um, you know, we're not experiencing, I think it's almost sometimes better to just go a bit safe, but do something that's going to be add value to them. I'm a massive believer in like, you need to add value to a situation to justify doing it. Um, so for you, it's, you know, your value is entertainment, pushing the creative boundaries, inspiring young creators to make these really out there videos um and i think it's just your value is um create creating a sense of wonder and or i suppose but for me doing design with non-profit it's how can i be a best value to them um for their community their organization and how can i add value to their situation and so i think with you with the celtics how you could be add value to them was doing something completely creative you know the video isn't exactly mm-hmm. a stock standard basketball video but it was not to a point where it was too much um and that's real cool i think that sums Thank it you. up make it sound so good <laughs> <laughs> oh, i was on a little bit of a ramble there for a second trying to save that <laughs> um but you yeah, know i think it kind of brings it to a point um yeah so Cool. So um, thanks so much for chatting with us today, Kevin. Uh, I thought it'd be cool just to end with a few random quickfire questions just to get to know you a bit better. Um, so first one I was going to ask was, what's your favorite movie? Um, my favorite movie would be Inception. Great movie. Um, favorite content creator? <laughs> Amazing. Kevin B. Parry. Great. Um, what else do you do beside content creation for Instagram and YouTube? Um, yeah, so I actually do this in my free time. I work as an iOS engineer. Fun. Um, so what sort of stuff do you do? More like yeah. games or like um, software based for like companies? Um, or? No, I work. Yeah, I work at a company called Wafer, uh, which is um, like the Amazon, but for furniture. Oh, I think I've so heard I of them. I work on their iPhone app. Oh, wow. Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah, so I cool. work on their app. Um. Okay, and the last question I was going to ask is, how have you applied visual effects to your work? Um, so I haven't really used visual effects directly, but I actually um, interned at YouTube 
two years ago. Wow. And I, by just by coincidence, I ended up working in the team that writes the code behind the visual effects and the filters that you can add to YouTube videos. So that was pretty cool. That is a pretty awesome uh, thing to do as an internship. That's, wow, that's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, it was super fun. Thank you. Awesome. Okay. Well, thank you so much for taking um, half an hour to chat with us today. So good um, learning oh, from you, you um, getting inside <laughs> that um, your mind of how you twist reality one video at a time. And I'm sure people can be inspired by how you're pushing the creative boundaries, both in video, but also content creation. Um, but yeah, thank you thank so much, you so Kevin. Much. Um, and if you don't follow Kevin on Instagram, go and check him out. His Instagram handle is at Kevin Lustgarten. Um, and I'll add a link um, in my bio on Instagram at Say OK Creative. But until next time, uh, have a great week and we'll catch you next time.